the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, my friends. Thank you, Mark Davis. Dennis Prager here. Mark sat in for me yesterday. I am working feverishly. The largest project, uh, intellectual project of my life. I guess it was the largest project, I guess, raising children. I don't know what the largest. It's an interesting question, isn't it? The largest project of your life. Uh, it's an interesting question, but I won't uh, I won't ruminate over it right now. But uh, as I think you have to use a project that begins and ends. That's, that's the way a project should be measured. Anyway, it's the biggest, this uh, finishing this explanation. I call it a commentary, which it is, but it's really an explanation because that's what the Bible needs. It needs to be explained. Why is it relevant to you? Why is it life-changing if you understand it? So I have another volume coming out uh, in June, and I am finishing it, uh, hopefully, with five editors. I have five editors, I am proud to say. I love excellence. I don't care how much uh, I have uh, been responsible for in making it excellent and how much others have aided me. Anyway, uh, so Joe Biden... The presumptive president-elect has announced that when he gets into office, he will ask Americans for just 100 days of mask wearing. So this this goes under the realm of, this is very helpful what he said. Do they believe their lies? And the answer is yes. This has hounded me a great deal about Democrats and the left. Everyone knows it's a lie. What will happen after 100 days? Tell me. I'm not asking Joe Biden. I'm asking every one of you, even if you're on the left. What will happen after 100 days? Will he say, okay, thank you for uh, bearing with me and and, and further degrading uh, the the American experience and further dehumanizing uh, 200, uh, 300 million Americans and ruining little kids' lives? Uh, with this idiocy, I mean, uh, with this extremely important thing, the three-year-olds be masked. Uh, so uh, thank you. And now I promised you just 100 days. Do, does, is there one American, when this question is put that way, who believes that will happen? Here, let me ask a man on the street. There's somebody in my, in my studio right now. Sir, do, what do you think will happen? Give him the microphone. He has no idea that I was going to ask him. He's the one person that I have access to right now, and I will just refer to you as man on the street, okay? M-O-T-S. So, sir, what do you think will happen after 100 days of mask wearing? Thank you. Nothing. I got that. That's why I said thank you before you spoke. And I believe that the gentleman that I just asked that question of reflects every American who is honest. 
which is the uh, well, I won't, I won't go further as to who is honest. Uh, but this, so by the way, it, I'll tell you why it's so despicable. I mean, truly despicable what he said. Uh, but of course, the New York Times. What well, I mean, oh, see, is that this is what we need leadership? Oh, and oh, by the way, and it was noted since he has no authority to tell you to cover your face, he will threaten states that do not pass mandates with not supplying funds. Can you imagine if President Trump had done that with any policy that he wanted? Which he did, by the way. He wanted that policy for the states that would not subdue Antifa fascists. Antifa is against fascism like I am against breathing. Okay, just just for the record. If you believe that they oppose fascism, then there's, there's little dialogue that is attainable between us. It's not 100 days. It started last March. It's a year. Let's be honest, folks. For most Americans who have gone sheep-like and frightened into the masked universe, even outdoors, I can't tell you why. It's a combination of contempt and pity. I have pity, but I also have contempt when I see a person walking alone with a mask outdoors. Are we going to infect a plant? You see... Uh, there is a price paid. Uh, I, I was speaking to my trainer uh, yesterday, and she was telling me she was in a post office. This is Southern California. And she is not cynical. I have, by the way, with all my uh, years of uh, working out with her, I have no idea what her politics are. Just never come out. And that's fine with me. It's, it's, not, it's not, a, not an issue. Uh, but so I, don't, I have no idea where she where she aligns politically, and she's not a political animal, as it were. This is this is not not what concerns her. So this statement did not come from a political vantage point. How she was in the post office, and the the way customers treated the the postal workers, the the people behind the glass. She she was uh, she very rarely uh, gets upset by by macro matters. She concentrates on her husband, her work, uh, her ch- and especially her her, her child, uh, a relatively newborn. So she's you know she she's not a commentator for uh, for a network, but it it she was amazed at the the sheer rudeness. Like somebody said to the to the person, uh, "Could you print this?" Something she needed to mail. Said, "You know." So something, as my trainer said, "What did she think it was a Kinkos?" What's he's going to print her her paper? He's got work to do for the next customer. He's going to go out and print your paper. Said, "I'm sorry, we, you know, this is a post office. We, we don't we don't have printing facilities." And she got all huffy and puffy. And then the next person, another woman, all huffy and puffy about another thing started speaking. And I'm telling you, it is not 100%, but it is more than 50% related to masks. But the, uh, the restaurant, a restaurant that I frequent in my area when there was outdoor dining, 
Uh, I knew a lot of the servers, as they are now called, and I knew them from pre-mask days, young young men and young women. And uh, they would tell me uh, people are simply ruder with masks on. How could it not be? Anonymity breeds uh, breeds awfulness. You, I can prove it to you, and I have given this example. People wear a badge at a convention. Hi, my name is. They act better. That's why people are nicer generally outside of New York, Chicago, Detroit. In other words, where there are vast numbers of people on this staggering anonymity. Whereas I saw when I lived in New York, a, a person lying in the street, in the street, and cars would drive around him. I stopped my car. I am, I believe me, if that qualifies me for sainthood, we are in trouble. That I wouldn't swerve around a human being lying in the street. So I, uh, I, I called a policeman uh, and uh, said, oh, it's just a drunk. <laughs> obviously, we, we pulled him to the, uh, to the sidewalk. But it's, that, that would not happen in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Somebody lying in the street in cars would just uh, drive around him. Anonymity uh, is uh, is a very bad thing for human relations. Very bad, and it's dehumanizing. Your face basically defines you. It's not fair, or what you don't like it, or whatever. It it's it just is a fact. It's why do you think I'm opposed to the veil on Muslim women? It's dehumanizing. Remember I had a caller this week? He said, oh, that's, what you, how can you compare them? And I thought, you have, you have to be kidding. How can I compare a veil with a veil? Hmm, nah, that's tricky. It's a tough question. I think that comparing a veil with a veil is fair. A hundred days. Oh, my God. And and every single left-wing paper, which is redundant, is going to take. See, ah, that's the man. He's taking charge. Yeah. It's a gigantic lie. It's 100% fake. What's going to happen after a hundred days? He's going to say no more masks? one Prager 776 is the number. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. Just know you're not alone. The goal of the 1619 Project is to redefine America as rooted not in liberty, but in slavery. 
Wilfred Riley, professor of political science at Kentucky State University, responds to the 1619 Project's major claims in the new video from Prager University. See it at PragerU.com where we teach what isn't taught. Hi, everybody. You're listening to The Dennis Prager Show. So did you see the uh, video of uh, pulling out ballots uh, at a Georgia polling station? <laughs> so we, we we now, I think they've identified the individual. L- let's ask, what was, what? what? Suitcases. Suitcases, yeah. So what, uh, what could the innocent explanation, we have to, you know, a person is innocent until till found guilty. Were they pulling out Thanksgiving Day cards? Uh Uh-huh, you didn't think of that, did you? You know, having a man on the street with you is incredibly helpful because I feel he, you you know, in all seriousness, you represent half the country. Right? I have half the country in my studio. It's, it's, It's a welcome, a welcome thing. Look at that beautiful reflection. You guys got to really appreciate the aesthetics of this uh, moronic shield in front of me. Moronic is actually understating the case. Because the uh, I, I have seen more panic and more idiocy in the last uh, eight months in the United States uh, than I have in all of my lifetime. Anyway, what, is, what are they going to... Uh, what, what is an innocent explanation for what happened? Look, if if you deny that there was uh, there was cheating, uh, then you are, have no interest in truth. That doesn't mean that the election was determined by cheating. That one could be agnostic on, but you cannot deny widespread cheating. All right, that that's the most honest way of looking at this. Hugh Hewitt, who is about as uh, as civil and unbomb throwing a conservative as anyone, that's why you know they actually have had him on. Was uh, MSNBC had him on, right? And the man is a bona fide conservative. It's one of the few times that the left has a bona fide conservative on, uh, and he wrote the book. He wrote a book. If it isn't close, they can't cheat. And he wasn't talking about Republicans. He was talking about Democrats. A hundred days. Oh my God! That it's so painful to me. The 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 enormity of the lie. But he will never be asked. You understand? No one from the New York Times, CNN, NBC, ABC, CBS, NPR, PBS, Washington Post, Los Angeles Times. Not one of that herd. They're all interchangeable, shallow people. All. Not one will say. So after 100 days, uh, we won't have to wear masks any longer? What would he answer? Well, we'll see. I'm just asking for 100, but we'll see then. That's what it'll be. It's like, you know, we'll, we'll uh, a temporary, in, in California, they voted for a temporary tax raise of, of 13%, remember? Temporary. There's no such thing as temporary on the left. It doesn't exist. It's one of the few... Curse words to a leftist. Temporary. Okay, let's get some challenges here. Okay, Beth, San Diego, hi. 
Hi. Hi. I usually agree with everything you say, and I'm just wondering why the I don't like the masks, but why have the masks worked in Taiwan? The theory on Taiwan and Korea is that these people had uh, a tremendous number of antibodies or a tremendous number of people had antibodies from prior viruses that particularly affected Asians. And uh, it is uh, uh, not the mask wearing per se. Uh, There have been the Danes did it. The only study that I know of that scientists did was done recently in Denmark, of course, unreported by any left wing source that I know of. I, I can't say that none reported it, uh, and uh, shown to be largely uh, useless. Uh, I am not against it indoors. If, if I, I have not ever objected to walking into a restaurant or walking into a store uh, or a grocery store or anything with a mask on. Uh, they asked me to do this coming into the building uh, where I'm broadcasting from right now, uh, Beth, and as soon as I reach the door... I put on a mask, and as soon as I am past the guy, I take it off. But uh, And by the way, I, this happened today. So a woman with a mask entered the elevator, and I said to her, would you like me to put on my mask? I, I, I have a very decent attitude, but I have contempt for people who walk outside with masks. I have contempt. They are frightened and irrational, and no only evil comes from fear and irrationality. I agree with that. Well, bless your soul. You know, it ha- I always comment on this. Somebody, you know, I finally disagree with you, Dennis. I make my point, and God bless her. Th- these are people who care about reason and truth. So uh, let's go to Long Beach, California, and David, hello. You know, Dennis, I, I disagree with a lot of what you say, so I'm different than Beth. Right. First of all, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a public health expert, so I don't try to evaluate all the literature out there. But when I see somebody wearing a mask, I believe they're compassionate and they care about my health. Since 60% of people that carry COVID are asymptomatic, and since 30% of people that are running around outside have pre-existing conditions and are more susceptible. So... Your hatred of people that wear masks. I don't hate. I don't have any hatred for them. I have contempt for their decision. Sorry, I'm sorry. You're right. Contempt strikes me as a little bit irrational. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. It's either rational or irrational. The fact that they have compassion for their fellow man. Wait, you got to let me talk, or I'll put you on hold. I let you talk. Okay. Thanks. You cannot have a monologue. Neither can I. Okay. All right. So I, I, I just want to understand. Uh, what is the relationship between a rational decision and having compassion? They are completely unrelated. You're right. Rational. Then why did you raise the issue of compassion when we're talking about the issue of rationality? Because you said when you pass a person wearing a mask outside, you feel contempt. Yes. I don't. I because I have irrational. contempt for the irrationality of it. I don't think it's irrational. I think it's compassionate because they care about their fellow Okay, man. you're contrasting. You okay, you're, all right. My point is not being heard. Let me make my point. You can be compassionate and irrational. So telling me that the people are compassionate doesn't answer my charge of irrationality. Compassion is a feeling, 
and rationality is rationality. I, I don't know why this is not clear. Th- this is always painful to me when a point is so clear and then not clear. You can have compassion and do a spectacularly foolish thing, like enable a drug addict, like because you're compassionate to him. Hello, everybody. You're listening to The Dennis Prager Show. And a a very important reminder about uh, lowering your phone bill, your smartphone bill. I, I was so skeptical because it's so inexpensive that I actually got a phone and signed in the service. It's essentially, not even, I don't think essentially, it's the same service as I have with my regular company. It's Pure Talk USA. $20 $20 a month, $20 a month for unlimited text and unlimited talk. And you get two two gigabytes of data. All you got to do is pound 250 on your phone, pound 250, say Dennis Prager. Okay, everybody. I am Dennis Prager, and I say the name a lot as it happens as a result of all. There is a, uh, there is a, the beginnings of a rebellion against the, uh, God, I, I have to restrain myself. I'm not kidding. I, I, every word that came to mind was an expletive. It, it is impossible for me to overstate my contempt. Indeed, it, it's it's bordering on hatred for Garcetti and Barbara Ferreira, uh, the social worker who runs the uh, and master in education, uh, who uh, Santa Cruz Brandeis. I mean, her, her entire life is a left wing cause which includes ruining your life because everything the left touches it ruins it is uh, the, the damage done to california may be irreparable i don't i'm ta- i'm talking pre covid what the left has done to california san francisco is a feces center yeah if you want to study fecal matter you must definitely consider san francisco two guys that i know uh, who have devoted the, the lived their lives there they're leaving they're leaving san francisco where are they headed to florida they're already there. David and Michelle, they're there. They're. <laughs> uh, there has to be an element of masochism, or you have to be very, very wealthy and, and uh, not be in an area uh, where feces and urine and needles predominate. And it's going to get worse now. What is the latest? You, what is it to, to this now? That uh, if the poor commit a crime, what is what is this thing here? Seattle. This is Seattle. Yeah, same thing. What the, what they've done there. So here in uh, this is from uh, the City Journal, one of the most important uh, periodicals in America today. The new Untouchables, Se- Seattle. Policymakers want to provide the city's underclass with blanket immunity for misdemeanor crime. Yeah, this is it. Like my whole life, I, I, I knew I wasn't on the left when I heard as a kid in, 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 in either high school or college, poverty causes crime. And I, I remember exactly what I did. I, I measured it against the reality that I knew. My, my grandparents on my father's side were very, very poor, really poor. And uh, the thought that they would commit a crime because they were poor struck me as, as laughable, or if you will, risible. Is it risible or risable? I think it's risible. 
Look it up, Sean. You'll love it. I, Sean loves new words uh, uh, that come here. R-I-S-I-B-L-E. I think it's risible. means laughable. Riz. Riz. It was Riz. There you go. Go with your first instinct. Risible. Thank you. Risible. Thank you. Risible. He does it three times. It, 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 it's, it's, it's sort of a Trinitarian uh, instinct, which is it's a beautiful thing. He's Catholic, exactly. No, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> Poverty causes crime. Yep, I'm poor, so uh, I, I will uh, loot a uh, television set. Oh, very nice. I, by the way, if poverty causes crime, affluence causes no crime, right? Affluence causes honesty. It's another reason that everything the left believes is a combination of, of uh, either evil or just stupid. Poverty causes crime is evil and stupid. Because if poverty causes crime, affluence causes honesty. Does anybody believe that? Is there one per even a leftist? Is there anybody who believes that? That as people get wealthier, they become more honest? <laughs> Hasn't been my experience or yours. You're decent or indecent, not poor or rich, not black or white, not male or female. You're decent or indecent. There are decent poor and indecent poor. There are decent rich and indecent rich. Today's Judeo-Christian message from Dennis Prager. Hello, y'all. You're listening to the Dennis Prager Show. The world is divided. This was one of the most important lines I ever read in my life. Victor Frankl's line in Man's Search for Meaning. Lost uh, family members, his wife, his beloved wife, murdered. He was in a Nazi concentration camp, asked after the war, do you hate the German race? That's the way he was put. said, no, there are only two races, the, races of, the race of the decent and the race of the indecent. That is exactly how I divide the world. It's the only division that matters, the moral division. Oh, Kadoki, uh, let's see here. Uh, there was, oh, yes, I have, good, somebody differs. Ryan in uh, Washington, D.C., hello. Hey, Ben, how you doing, Uh Wait, you're, it's, I'm, you're not clear. Can you talk into the oh, phone? Can you hear me, sorry? Say it again. Can you hear me now? Better, yes. I apologize for that. Yeah, so I just want to make a, make a point, because you were talking about how, um, I mean, of course, poverty doesn't directly cause crime, but, um, I mean, just when, when you're in a situation when, you, when you're growing up and you don't have access to good education and stuff like that, and your outlook can be a lot more hopeless. I mean, I had a good friend of mine who was in the system, and I worked with him for many years, and he's, he's a wonderful person. He was actually able to get out of the, the life he used to lead, but growing up, he didn't have good, good access to, get, like, good schools or education, and, like, just his family situation wasn't very good. And then someone comes along and they're like, hey, like, you like come hang out with us. Like, you sell drugs and stuff like that. And, like, you're going to get to have a big car. And, like, you get a whole, whole bunch of money. And, like, so you can, it's easier to get suckered into a life like that when something comes along that looks a lot better and your outlook is hopeless. You understand? The only people for whom their outlook is hopeless is people who have decided to have a hopeless outlook. They didn't decide that. 
Yes, they did. I don't agree with you. No, they did not. Uh, okay, let, let me let me tell you the. Uh, Okay. Ahead, uh, the, the tragedy of, of the inner city is not primarily that of inferior schools. Uh, in Kansas City, uh, decades ago, the, on court order, they built the most modern schools at billion dollars. Kansas City, for inner city students, nothing changed in their grades. It is, uh, if you don't come from a home that, that propels you to achievement... Then it doesn't matter if you are put in in the in the most expensive a school possible. Secondly, who is for school choice, the left or the right? What do you mean? <laughs> okay, there is such a thing as school choice. It's fine if you don't know. But I'm, I'm for funding public schools. So, right, we fund public schools. This country pays more per student for in schooling than any country in the world, with the possible exception I, of I Switzerland. Think my point's not necessarily just about schools, though. They're, 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 I'm, I'm making a point of someone's outlook and the situation they're in, and, and like. Right. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, I said to you that people choose. The, so, how do you explain you, the you kid? Wait, 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 wait. You asked me a question. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you? Do you? Uh, how do you explain the kids who, uh, in the in the same environment, same socioeconomic condition in the inner city, who don't join gangs and rape and murder? Uh, uh, how do you explain they didn't, they didn't them? This, yeah, they didn't make that choice, and that's good. I mean, some, sometimes with, with a person, it's like, oh, all right. <laughs> it, it, it's not, doesn't mean the person's a bad person. Do you understand? It's not, I mean, some people don't make Pe- that choice. People who make bad choices are bad people. If they're, if, wait, let me ask you a question. Are there good people? Do yes, good, absolutely. Okay, so why aren't there bad people? Good people can make bad choices. No. Good people who make yes, bad choices become bad. bad. Choices. When you make a bad, it depends what the bad choice is. If I choose to eat fattening food, I am not a bad person. If I choose to join a, a, a group that rapes, I am a bad person. I didn't say rape. Well, that's what gangs I, do. I, I, they I, I, rape, they murder. You, you're the one who said gangs. I didn't introduce gangs. You did. I didn't say gangs. I don't think I did. I, okay. I, I, what did you say then? I, I heard you say gangs. They, they're hopeless. Okay. They can well, get I, a good I mean, car. Wait, when you said they can get a good car and shiny objects that they really want, were, you were not referring to gangs? No, not necessarily. Okay, so how do they get a good car? By 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 working harder at accounting? Just, just think about it. Just think about it, okay? I mean, you're not, like, you, good people can make bad choices in that situation. I mean, No, no, no. Well-intentioned people can make bad choices, and when they act on the bad choice, they become bad. We are what we do. That's the way it works. If good people are people who do good, bad people are people who do bad. Otherwise, there are no bad people. It's very important. I'm thank. I'm very. I'm grateful to you for calling. Okay, uh, let's go to Orange County, California. Monty, hello. Hi, Dennis. Hi. Um, they, you've mentioned the suitcase thing, and I'm not sure how I feel about it at this point because this guy who was on Newsmax, who's the head of Georgia elections system, had tended to have explanations for everything that was brought up about that video. I'd like you to find it on Newsmax did the interview. 
and then maybe in the third hour comment on his quote unquote explanation. Oh, I okay. Yeah. I will do that. Thank you. I I I, I did not know that he had, is this recent. I mean, it must be very recent because as of yesterday, I don't believe that they they had uh, asked him any questions. But I will definitely check into that, and I I thank you uh, for that. Uh, in Gardner, Massachusetts. Steve, hello. Yes, thank you for having me on, Dennis. You do a great job. Thank you. You know, if people wear a mask, as Biden wants, for the first 100 days, of course the coronavirus will go down, because guess what? The vaccination is going to be deployed in the first 100 days of his That's right. administration, if he gets in. Right, right. Of course, so it's so stupid well, it, the, the it, thing it, that it, rankles it, it, me, it, it's just dishonest. Uh, I, I thank you. I've got to take a break here. Uh, it's just dishonest. What is he going to say after 100 days? No, mask wearing is no longer necessary? So he's lying to you. Does he know he's lying? No. Does he believe his lie? Yes. That, that is, I, I finally concluded. It's more dangerous, as I've said. I, I wish he knew he was lying. We'll be back. The Dennis Prager Show. Everybody's gone surfing. Everybody's gone surfing, yes. That would be nice, actually. Everybody should go surfing. By the way, folks, in a few, uh, in about a week, I'll be able to say to you, ask me anything about eels. It is very funny when people, people ask, so what are you reading now? You know, I'm always in, in, in a book, usually listening. And, they, you know, they totally understandably expect some history book or current events book and I actually it's a book on eels it's an amazing creature so I just thought I'd share that it's uh, it's very important to um, to diversify uh, I do believe in diversity of interests uh, of ideas at a at a university that claims to be open to ideas See, if the universities were honest and said, you know what, look, we're here to promote a progressive agenda, I would, I would say nothing. It's the gigantic lie that we're here to open minds that, uh, it, that is so immoral. Christian seminaries are there to make committed Christians. Universities are there to make committed leftists. So if they say we are a progressive or left-wing or liberal, whatever term they wish to use, seminary, end of issue. Nobody attacks Christian seminaries for wanting to make Christians, right? So that that's that's the, uh, the terrible part of the university, the dishonesty with regard to uh, what they're trying to do. Kieran in Huntsville, Alabama. Hi. Hi, Dennis. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, um, sir. I just wanted to say that um, when I was a younger, you had an earlier caller who talked about um, poverty causing people to do bad things. And I'm, I'd say 20, 30 years ago when I was a younger man, I would have been very susceptible to that line of thinking um, because, you know, you, you want to be compassionate towards the poor person who's less fortunate than you. But uh, listening to your show, I, I want to thank you. I think you help elucidate these points that that can really lead you into a stupid way of thinking. <laughs> That's right. 
That's right. Thank you. You made my day. I appreciate that. It is a stupid way of thinking. That's exactly right. And it, it, it's, uh, it does the worst thing. It's, it's, it enables. The left enables bad conduct, self-destructive conduct. If you make moral demands, ethical demands, family demands, commitment demands, don't waste your time demands, universally, why do they only apply to rich kids, work hard, and make a family? Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a train engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take Relief Factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain. In your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day, and after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just $19.95, and you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three-week quick start. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. 